0: Would you turn with me also in your forms and prayers to Canons of Dort, Article 8. We'll also be looking at Rejection of Error 2, but we will not read that tonight. We'll read only page 261, Article 8 of the first head of doctrine. Keeping in mind also the errors rejected in Rejection of Error Point 2. read this together, page 261 of Article 8. Article 8, reading together, this election is not of many kinds. It is one and the same election for all who were to be saved in the Old and the New Testament. For Scripture declares that there is a single good pleasure, purpose, and plan of God's will by which he chose us from eternity, both to grace and to glory, both to salvation and to the way of salvation, which he prepared in advance for us to walk in. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, silly. No doubt many of us have heard some variation of this in the workplace, and usually it's when you're the new guy. You get you tell this to the new guy when the new guy is making something really simple, overly complicated. And we even have a famous cartoonist in American history, his name's Rube Goldberg, and his whole thing was making fun of people who overcomplicate things in our technological age. So the game Mousetrap, if you've seen the game Mousetrap, that's based on what we call Rube Goldberg machines. Uh, Rube Goldberg once uh, once drew a self-operating napkin. And the idea here was that it's a napkin that wipes your face through a system of pulleys and levers that you tie onto your head before dinner. It's a really stupid machine because it doesn't solve anything. Or, Or maybe some of you have seen that Dick Van Dyke movie, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, where he tries to sell overly complicated Rube Goldberg machines like the haircut machine that's powered by a bicycle and it just makes you bald. Or, or even in the Red-Green show. You've seen the Red-Green show. So the Red-Green show, Red always has the handyman's corner, and his point is that he's making something overly complicated to solve everyday problems. So, for instance, he ties his suit into the HVAC system in his house to try and dry clean it, rather than just paying the two bucks at the dry cleaners. But at the Synod of Dort, and in our article tonight... Our fathers in the faith were really just telling the Arminians, K-I-S-S, you're making salvation a Rube Goldmerk machine, stop it. They were, they were telling them not to turn the simple comfort of election into a complicated nonsense mess. So there was a camp within the Arminians that basically thought, well, we can't weasel away the fact that scripture clearly teaches God elects individual people. Scripture clearly teaches that God calls individual people. Scripture clearly teaches that God justifies and glorifies those he called. So last week we looked at how, uh, how the first error that some of the Arminians made was they just said God just elects conditions, not people. Well, this group said God elects people, but he elects some people more than once, So there were a bunch of groups within the Arminian movement that were teaching some variation of this theory, that God elects some people more than once, that there's more than one type of election. So some of them taught that, well, you're in until you're out, but God sometimes chooses who will stay in after they're in. Or others taught, well, God chooses to save some people temporarily and some people permanently. And still others taught that there's an election to faith that's not saving But then there's another election to permanent salvation. And in response to that, Dord said, no. K-I-S-S, keep it simple. The truth is really simple. We don't get to complicate the comfort. Scripture is really clear on this, and we don't need to convolute the truth just because we don't like the truth. In Rejection of Error 2, it says, these, these inventions are inventions of the human brain That complicate the truth. They make salvation a Rube Goldberg machine. And so tonight we'll look at Article 8 under this theme. Election is our one comfort. Election is our one comfort because it's singular. There's only one election. And then, secondly, because there's only one outcome of election. So election is our one comfort because it's singular, and because there's only one outcome. First, election is singular. There's only one kind of election, and God has only ever elected to justify people in one way. There's only one election in all of covenant history. That's why we talk about the Old and the New Testament in our article tonight. God elected and saved Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and David the same way, the exact same way that he elected and saved you and me. And Hebrews tells us that God elected them in the same way that he saved us. So that apart from us, they would not be made perfect. That's Hebrews 11.30. And the point here is that they would miss us if they didn't have us because we're the same group of saved people. They'd be missing us if they didn't have us. There's one church, one salvation, one faith, and one election. There's only one kind of election. And God has only elected one way to save his people. There's only one kind of election because there's only one way he elected people. Election has always ever only been according to the purpose, plan, and pleasure of God by which he chose us from eternity, like our article said, both to grace and to glory, both to salvation and the way of salvation. God didn't just elect to bless us. He elected to keep us. He didn't just elect to justify us. He also, those he justified, he glorified. God did not elect people to justify that he would not also glorify. And so the outcome is this, Father, I've lost none of them. There's no one elected to justification who is not also elected to stand Boldly in Jesus on the last day, found in a righteousness not our own, fully glorified, found not guilty because of the satisfaction, righteousness, and holiness of Christ, and decisively headed for everlasting life. But because we're decisively headed for everlasting life, that's our second point. Election is our one comfort because there's only one outcome for the elect, there's only one kind of election, and that means that there's one comfort in the one permanent outcome of election for the elect. And this is the comfort in the word peremptory. Our second, our rejection of error, rejection of error number two, uses an SAT word here, peremptory, because we reject the error of those who teach there's a kind of election to faith that is not peremptory unto salvation. And the word peremptory here basically means. Legally settled, binding, and decisive. Our election is legally settled, irreversible, binding, and decisive because God has elected once to preserve us forever. So election is God's one purpose, plan, and pleasure to justify us and to preserve us. And because election is one, it only has one outcome, life forever. And election is our one comfort because of that one outcome. And that's the point of teaching this. See, various traditions try and explain election away because they haven't gotten the point yet. They haven't got that the comfort is. There's only one outcome for God's elect. But the point of teaching election is comfort in the decisive. We have comfort in the decisive because there's no higher court of appeal, there is no legal loophole, and there is no new charge that the accuser of the brethren can bring before us, or can bring to charge us with against Yahweh against us before Yahweh. There is no new charge for us. One election means one decisive outcome for the elect, and the decisive outcome is no condemnation. The decisive outcome is life with God forever. The decisive outcome is no condemnation because who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, and then later on, those he justified, he glorified. It's all one. Election is our one and only comfort because that means there's no guesswork for the justified. For those of us whom God has given faith, our future is secure. For those justified by faith, our eternity is not up in the air. It is settled, binding, and decisive. And so we can say with Job, I know that my Redeemer lives. And I know I will see him in my resurrected body forever. There's no, I'm pretty sure that's how it's going to go. I'm 98% on this, and that's probably how it's going to be for me on the last day. There is only I know. Our hope in Christ is a hope that says, I know, because I am persuaded of this very thing, that he who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it in the day of Christ Jesus. Election is our only comfort because it's rooted in the one pleasure, one promise, and one plan and that means of the Father, and that means the one outcome of Father, I have not lost them. So election is the opposite of tax returns. There's no wondering if we got it right this year or if we're going to jail. There's only confidence in the permanent, singular outcome of a singular decision made in eternity. And there are no, decree, there are no degrees in God's decrees. The elect are elect, there's no semi elect there's no temporarily elect there's no semi or there's no partially elect there are only elect and reprobate so god's one election is our one comfort and the fact that there's only one comfort or one election is comfort beyond words because it's assurance election is assurance Election is assurance because there's no convoluted system of we're, we're weaseling our way back into uncertainty about the future. There is only singular, simple comfort that we receive by faith. And that's because God is one. His election is one. And so he has chosen us both to grace, to justification now, and to glory, salvation, and life with him forever. And if you have the one, if you have justification now, then you have the other. You have glorification. And that's what Paul is saying in our passage tonight in in 2 Corinthians. When he says the Spirit is our earnest and our guarantee, what he's saying is that the one election of God comforts believers because of that one outcome which is guaranteed to us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guarantees us the reality of our salvation. That's the stamp and seal of God. The Holy Spirit living in our hearts is the stamp and seal of God proving the reality that you are not only justified, you are headed for glorification 100%. So how do I apply the fact of only one kind of election to my Christian life? How do I make this practical for myself? I receive, I rest, and I rejoice. I receive and I rest and I rejoice. God is straightforward, unchanging, and definite in his decision to save me, and he cannot break his word. And so we have simple one and only comfort in the single decision of God. That's our rest, that's our hope, that's our joy, and that is our power for obedience in our Christian life this week. Amen. At Covenant Reformed Church in Missoula, Montana, we sincerely believe God's Word and faithfully teach it. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays. For more information, please visit MissoulaURC.com. That's MissoulaURC.com.